It's the most wonderful time of the year. Tis the season to be jolly. Fala. Christmas breeze, Christmas breeze, I blow. <laughs> I hope you appreciate those songs from me to you. I do not own the rights to any of these songs, by the way. I mean, we know that, but just a disclaimer. Hey, Pari, how are you doing? How is it going? I'm, I'm doing okay. We've made it to the last month of 2020. I don't know about you, but I feel like that is an accomplishment within itself. Like, update your resumes, y'all, because... I think surviving 2020 is worthy of mention and maybe even resume worthy. (laughs) Wow, 2020 has been a rough year for many, myself included. There's so much to to be grateful for. There's always, always, always so much to be grateful for. But that doesn't take away from the fact that... It's been a very, very challenging year. But like I said, we've made it and it's not over as yet. So let's make the most of it and what is left. I hope the days get better as the days go by. Hello, Oaguan. Welcome to the Power With Char podcast. For international listeners who don't speak Jamaican Patois, that means hang out with Shar. I'm your host, Shari, and we will be discussing a wide variety of topics such as personal development, finances, relationships, and just life in general, sometimes with guests and co-hosts. We will have real and inspiring conversations to share our thoughts, our perspectives, and our experiences as we live and learn together. In life, we take different journeys, but with similar life lessons. So you may be able to relate, learn from, or even be entertained by the topics we will discuss. So stick around and find out. As some of my friends say, Shari Mapari. Be my pari, come par with me. So last week, we heard from some of our paradigm and what they do for self-care. Remember, there is a part two coming, so feel free to send me your audios on Anchor to join the conversation. One of our pari, Dee, a nurse in Connecticut, said she actually contracted the virus. But no need to worry because she's okay now and she's going to tell us a little bit about her experience. And it's twice as nice because I also had a conversation with another nurse, Monicia, one of our many Jamaican superheroes at this point, like many other frontline and essential workers, not all superheroes wear capes. (laughs) So let's hear what nurses D and Monicia had to say. Hey Dee, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. All right, so firstly, I want to say I'm so sorry to hear that you contracted the virus, but I also want to thank you so much for 
offering. So tell us about your experience during the pandemic as a frontline worker. Like you said, you are a graduate nurse. Mm-hmm. So you work so you work twelve hour night shifts. That sounds crazy. <laughs> yes, I work seven PM to seven AM. Wow. And usually how many times for the how many days for the week do you work? Um, sometimes I do up to four nights a week or sometimes five, but I stick to doing four nights a week. Oh, okay. All right. Still sounds crazy, but you know, um, yes. So in your, your recording, you also said that you were quarantined. So you, you were quarantined for the 14 days. Yes. I was quarantined for the 14 days. How, how did your family react to it? You know, how was your home situation? They were very shocked that I had it. But also, we also had a plan in place just in case that I um, that I contracted the virus. So um, we just wiped down everything with um, bleach. I had Clorox wipes. So the doorknobs for the bathroom, I would just wipe it down. Every single thing that I touched. I was the last to take a shower, so I would just basically clean the bathroom from head to toe. Food-wise, they would just leave food at my door, and um, I would just eat it and put it back in a plastic bag so it can just be thrown out. So I used a lot of plastic and um, styrofoam utensils. Wow. That, That sounds like just being thrown into a whole new world where normally could could do things freely and without thinking too much into it. But all of a sudden, you had to be taking so many precautions. Yes, I'm just happy that my family and I, we just had a plan in place. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So what I would do is I had extra scrubs at work in my locker. So I change off of those. And as I enter the house, everything stays in a trash bag at the door. I just strip down and head to the shower. And after I finish shower, I put on gloves and I use Clorox wipes and bleach down every single thing that I touch. Mm, yeah, yes. so, so you sanitize because they do say, you know, wear your mask, social distance and sanitize. So you're sanitizing from head to toe. Head to toe, literally. <laughs> and my yeah, shoes, yeah. my work shoes don't even come inside. My work shoes, they stay in the trunk. Wow, wow. Yeah, you're just, you're just doing everything necessary you know you're thinking about yourself and basically the people around you as well right I did all of that and yes oh my gosh yeah and then some of us um you know we're able to stay home things have changed now where people get to work from home you know zoom meetings zoom interviews it's the new normal so we are able to really quarantine and just stay away from it but we have superheroes like yourself <laughs> you know oh god superheroes man you know I have to go out and take care of us you know take yes care us. because even by you going to work you're taking care of us who get to stay home mm-hmm. you know helping those who have contracted it helping them to um get back to normal and and just all of that yeah 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 so when you had it um what were your symptoms like were you asymptomatic so I had symptoms so um the first thing that I knew was different 
was that I just started having an unusual cough. And normally I don't have a cough whatsoever. So that's the very first thing that I knew that I work at. I have to be screened at work, meaning um, they check my temperature and ask me a lot of questions. So one of the questions that they asked me, um, am I having any symptoms, anything different? And I told them I'm having a cough and it's not normal for me. So immediately I had to call my manager and tell her, hey, I can't come to work because of this. And then um, two days later, I had to be tested and I got my results the Monday. I got a phone call that I was positive. Okay, because I was going to ask about that, you know, I was going to ask if you got tested because the testing was mandatory. But no. no. Yeah, no. Nurse in the hospital, in the hospital, um, testing is not mandatory, but nursing, but nursing homes up here, they get tested weekly. So all we do at the hospital, we just have our temperatures checked and they ask us questions. Well, those those measures sound, you know, standard. And of course, you know, they are doing their best to keep this thing under control as much as they as it can. It's new to us, so we don't know exactly what is right and what isn't wrong. But based on the information that we do have, we're or you, you nurses and everybody else on the front line and so on, you know, um, doing your best. Yeah. Um, so the testing, I have seen pictures and videos. It looks very <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> so very, when, when I mm-hmm. first got tested, um, they swabbed my throat first. That's, that was like in the heat of COVID. So they had swabbed my throat first. And then after when I completed the 14 days, they actually swabbed my nose. It was just as if they'd like tickled inside of my nose. However, um, in order to go back to clinical for school, I had to be tested weekly. And where I went to get tested, they actually, it felt like they were touching my brain. It got to the point where I had a nosebleed all four times. Every, all four times when I went, I had a nosebleed. And that was, I'm thinking maybe because it was the rapid testing. Because for the rapid testing, you get the results in 15 minutes. I'm just going off of the fact that um, because it's the rapid testing that had to go that far up. I'm just assuming. I never questioned it. Okay, okay. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, like, I always saw the pictures or videos of the testing. And I'm like, that just looks so uncomfortable. But honestly, some some places make it uncomfortable, but others, they all they need to do is really just basically tickle your nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Even that sounds ooh, <laughs> a bit yes. scary. It does it so? Is. You know, that's why that's why we got to stay home and social distance, wear our mask, and all these measures that they they put in place because we don't want to go through that if we don't have to. Oh but, you know, no! Yeah, but as a nurse, you come across um different things. You don't have the 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 luxury of that choice um that some of us do. So, mm-hmm. when you found out, right? I mean, that's all we hear about, and we call it the new normal. But it's this thing that came out of nowhere, <laughs> and this right. is the best way I can explain it. So, when you found out that you had it. How did you feel? Because, I mean, people are losing their lives from it. So how did you feel when you first heard that you were positive? 
Well, when I got the call the Monday morning that um I had that I tested positive, the very first thing that I said, I said, "Do you are you sure you have the right number?" <laughs> I I definitely said that, and then she stated my full name, and I was like, "Are you?" She said yes, and she could tell me my birthday. So at first, like I was freaking out, like, "Oh my gosh!" But then I was like, "You know what?" I had to like nope. At first. Yeah, but then I had to like calm down. I was like, okay, let's do this. Okay, and then there's no cure for it at the moment, so it's not like they could send you home and be like, all right, take these pills. Well, I was at home when I got the call. I was already quarantining. I was already Mm -hmm. like quarantining because when I went to work the Thursday, they told me to quarantine until I got a call from the command center to go get tested. So all that time, I was still basically quarantining. So based on knowing that there was a possibility, you just took, um, started taking measures. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, so with your symptoms, which symptom did you have the most? Which, mm. What was the change? What changed for you the most in regards to the symptoms? Um, what really stand out the most for me was that cough. It was a lingering, it was a really lingering cough. And I remember like feeling just a little bit short of breath. So that was the most significant thing that happened. And then um, the first two days, I just, I felt fine. I was like, maybe they made a mistake. But then afterwards, I started to have a fever. And then I started to have a headache. I've had migraines before, but this is nothing compared to a migraine or a sinus headache. It is just out of this world. I remember like every day when I'm having the headache, like I would be on the floor just crying because it was that excruciating pain. Wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) And there isn't on all the nurses when they called me to check on me. Um, from the command center, all they said, you know, just keep hydrated and um, take Tylenol. So it's basically like I just had to ride it out. Thankfully, I didn't have to be hospitalized. Um, someone asked me to ask you, I thought oh, it was gosh. a strange question, <laughs> but they said, does it feel like you are drowning when you try to breathe? No, I didn't feel like I was drowning. I just feel short of breath. And I don't know oh. what it is like to drown because I know how to swim. But all I can say is um, I just felt short of breath. Mm, I don't know. Maybe they heard it from someone else uh-uh. and um, wanted to get a second opinion. But, I mean, at the same time, while I was feeling short of breath, I was also monitoring my oxygen levels because I have a, a pulse ox machine where you just stick it on your finger just to measure your oxygen levels. And my oxygen levels were fine. Okay. Okay, so does asthma, does having asthma make you more susceptible or most, more susceptible if you do contract it? Um, yes and no. Because at this point, they still don't know like who is more susceptible or not. Because you see um, babies having it, elderly, even me, I've never had the flu before. All I've had is a cold. So I said yes and no. Like somebody like you that has asthma, just be extra careful. Make sure you wear your mask, social distance. If you don't have to go on the road, absolutely do not go on the road. 
Yeah, that's true. It's it's um it blew my mind just now when you said that you've never had a flu. <laughs> you've never had a flu. I've never you, had a flu. But you came in contact. So that just shows you that um, you know, even if you may be someone who has things like asthma or anything else, it doesn't mean that if you don't have these things, you're in the clear. Right. Yeah. I've never, and I mean, even before working in the health field where I have to get flu shot, still never had the flu before. I felt when persons ask me, does it feel like the flu? And I tell them, I don't know because I've never had the flu. Because I mean, every day it's just still, just, it's every day we're still learning about the virus, honestly. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm really happy to um hear that you're doing better now, you know, because the situation is different for other people. You know, people are losing their lives, people are losing loved ones. So I'm very, very happy that you're you've gotten over it and you're still here with us. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you said in your quarantine time you started yoga. So the yoga was new to you and how was that? Yes, the yoga was new to me. I just started to do it because I just felt like I'm just I was just going crazy being in my room for so long. Um, so it just helped me keep calm, just bring a peace of mind to myself. And I just wanted to, you know, just try something new while I'm have to be quarantined. Yeah. Cause I'm sure you'd have your regular self-care practices and what you would normally do, but that's probably the first time that you had to, had to, absolutely had to self-quarantine and just be by yourself and not just for one day, but for 14 days. So, you know, you had to switch it up. Yeah. So you had to switch it up based on what you felt you needed to take care of yourself in that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are, are you still doing it? Do you still do it occasionally? Every now and again, I do. But I mean, I get so busy. I just like, oh, I'll do, I keep putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. But I'll get back to it. I mean, I work so many nights a week. It's like all I want to do is just sleep. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, if sleep is the type of self-care that you need at that time, then by all means. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And I feel you know, like part of it too, like as I completed my 14 days I think I completed my 14 days the Wednesday by the Friday I was back at work yeah so I already like went back into the heat of everything and I went back into it again oh yeah I I just kind of I just fell off yeah I just realized that you after feeling better you basically went right back into the center of it all you know right back to Mm -hmm. the well right back to the 12 hour shift because that's your reality you know you went right back to your reality after the quarantine yep yeah so I think this is my last question for you how how is life after oh life after I want to say it is still crazy for me left me with severe dry ears I know it sounds very weird but inside of my ears it feels like flakes and so I, I have to be like using Vaseline and um, I realize like I get I get fatigued like I get really tired oh. easily and then um, I started to notice that um, I have that link of it headache I mean I hope I don't have it again which I really don't think so but 
Um, just that, just the reality of that, that hit me like, okay, I have to be wearing a mask all the time. I mean, people complain of wearing a mask for 10 minutes in the supermarket. I have to wear a mask for 12 hours of my shift every night when I'm going to work every night. It's either I wear a regular surgical mask or the N95 filter mask. Sometimes I wear the N95 filter mask and then I put the surgical mask over it. No, I have to be wearing the shield all the time. So, you know, it's just crazy. Like this is my, this is my new norm. This is everybody's new norm as a matter of fact. Yeah, because I think it's all, just we in, all, we all have to go. make adjustments. We all have to make adjustments during this time in some way, shape, or form. If we're not making adjustments, we're doing something wrong. <laughs> Anyone who isn't making adjustments, they're doing something wrong. Yeah. I think I like. I think I want what people. I think what people should take from this is just it's not a hoax. It's not a hoax. People just they still need to social distance. Everybody still needs to wear their masks. Please, 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 just. Wash your hands and surfaces that you use every day. Just ensure like you disinfect it, like doorknobs. Even my cell phone, I actually saran wrap my cell phone before I leave the house. And when I'm outside, coming back in from work, I strip the phone and I clean it off. It's just really important because I tell people, they said I had the symptoms mal, but I, if I had it mild and I feel like I was dying, I would not want to feel it severe. I would never want, not even my worst enemy, to go through what I went through for the 14 days. It was awful. People are, you know, sadly um, losing their lives due to COVID. I have seen it. I've seen patients lose their lives. I have, I think one of the saddest things that I can say was um, holding and holding the iPad of families who cannot come in to say goodbye to their family members they have to say goodbye to their family members virtually i think that was i think that is still like the most awful thing that i have to go through holding the ipad they cannot even come in to like see their family members it was just recently that the hospital that i work at start allowing visitors because they had stopped visitors from coming in the hospital point blank none whatsoever so it's tough yeah I think I've said wow so many times throughout this conversation, but it's just because I'm lost for words and that is the way I can best express, you know, what a response to what you're telling me right now. Mm. Yeah. Um, so is there anything else that you want to share? You know, these were the questions that I, I was curious about, the questions that some people asked me to ask you. Is there any Thing else that you would want to say any advice any takeaway my advice is if you if you know your body and you feel like something it just doesn't feel right or it's not the norm for you like if you can if it's possible go get tested because coughing coughing like abnormal for me it was that's just not normal for me honestly so it's just important to like you know know your body something is not right go get it checked out all of that stuff. So, and people just need to continue to wash their hands, social distance. It might sound stupid. Oh, why do I really need to do that? It's very important. People need to learn social distance, wash your hands, and please wear a mask. Yeah. That's all there is to it. Yeah. 
thank you so much again for just opening up and telling us about your experience, feeling comfortable enough to share all of that with us. You gave us a wealth of information because I just learned <laughs> a lot right here. And I would like to especially thank you, Miss Nurse, and oh, everyone gosh. else. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. And everybody else who works on the frontline, all the other frontline workers, and just everyone else who doesn't have the choice and they have to be out there, especially to make life better for us who are able to stay home and quarantine and have the choice there. So thank you for your services. <laughs> oh gosh, thank you. <laughs> All right, take care. Hey, Monicia, thank you for joining me. Hi, Shari, thank you for having me. The pleasure is all mine. <laughs> I know you are working hard as usual, but especially now during the pandemic as a nurse, you are mm -hmm. checking on your friends daily. So I just wanted to check up on you and do a self-care check-in. Okay, that's good. All right. So how has it been for you since the pandemic came and changed things, especially with work and just everything else in general? Um, with work, it, it, it is different. I was even speaking to a friend about it this morning. Um, you know, he was saying that it should, it should, it's supposed to be an exciting time in the healthcare system because we're used to treating your everyday diseases and stuff. However, with a pandemic like this, we've never experienced a pandemic. So our adrenaline are supposed to be rushing and we're supposed to be eager to help. However, I was explaining to him that it's, you do have some sense of excitement. However, due to the lack of resources that you have and, you know, the shortage of staff, it is different. It is extremely draining mentally, physically, you know. It takes a lot of time. It, you take away a lot of time from your family. It takes a huge toll on your body. But, you know, um, as as he said, too, we were trained for situations like this. So we just have to push and get through and try to find positivity through the chaos. Especially, like, mindset is always a, an important thing. Being positive is, it helps you to get through things. But especially now, it is a bit difficult. As you said, they, they are the good sides of it there are the bad sides of sides of it but keeping a positive mindset that alone can really help you to push through it right and like like i always tell people you know there's no good health like good mental health and once you have a strong mind once you you're set in something and once you are you remain positive you'd be amazed at the outcome at the end of the day at the end of the chaos you know like You'll work 12 hours, 16 hours, 24 hours. And when you're home, you're like, whoa, I can't believe I just did that, you know, because through it all, you were like, okay, I have to remain positive. I have to be okay. These patients need this. I have to put a smile on my face to ensure that the patient feels good. And, you know, so you just have to, you have to be healthy minded. Yeah, that's, that's true. That is very true. And 
for you, um, the mindset, positive mindset, I think that's a part of self-care. So typically, what do you do for self-care and what does self-care mean to you? I, normally, before the pandemic, you know, you would find yourself going out with your friends or your significant other, chilling, reading a book, going to the movie, going to the beach of our places. But now with the pandemic, it's everything is restricted for to go and do certain things that would make you feel nice or would make you relax yourself. And, you know, um, a lot of persons are scared just being out in the open, even just going grocery shopping. So doing the little things like probably getting a mani-pedi or getting your hair done, it's, it is going to be, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? You're not going to want to do them anymore because of the whole situation. However, there are other things that you can do to take care of yourself. You can, you can do a foot bath at home. You can soak your foot at home. You know, you can read a book. What's your favorite show? Um, there's this Zoom thing now that's coming up. You can video chat your friends, FaceTime, all of that stuff. However, you know, this is now a pandemic that we have to learn to live with. So we have to learn to alter our self-care regimes. So when you used to go out, you just you wear your mask, your hand sanitize, and you try to stay safe. You try to maintain social distance as best as possible. So it's and still do your everyday self-care. However, you have to be mindful of the the pandemic protocols and you know, just put them in place and try to work around them as best as possible. Yeah. Yeah, because you mentioned, you know, like we're all in this together. You mentioned the beach. Normally we have the beach right there to just go to the beach. No, we don't have that access just going out for anything. In this time, it's really anxious. You know, right. it will make you scared. Right, so that it's... is so true. I mean, no, mm-hmm. a lot of persons are experiencing serious anxiety. Persons that never knew they had anxiety issues, they're, it's it's now becoming forthcoming because they're, it's like they're placed in a box, you know? They're not able to go, as you said, as we said, to the beach, to relax, to breathe in, to see air, and all of that stuff. So they're stuck at home in the four walls of their home and, you know, they go through panic attacks because, oh my gosh, I'm not sure what to do. What else can I do? What can I do? I need to go outside. I need to breathe. So, you know, um, finding what works for you, what trying to alter your original self-care, it would really, it would really make, it would really take away a lot of that anxiety that persons would feel, you know. But as I said, as you said, everyone is different. So what might work for me might be different for you. What might work for somebody else might not work for either of us. So you just have to find what works for you and and do that. And um, as you said, you know, everyone has their own things, each their own. And especially, especially for extroverts, like, you know, as an introvert, it's like, all right, it's, it's not that bad. I usually stay home anyways, but for extroverts, they, they probably have to be thinking of many, many different ways to cope with having to quarantine. And hopefully from this, you know, even this discussion, they may hear one thing, you know, try it. 
it doesn't work or hear something tried and it works and or makes even, a huge difference. Or even find a hidden talent. I realize a lot of persons are going, are digging deep in themselves to find out what am I really good at, you know? Am I good at sewing masks? So you sew your mask and you make a little profit from it. You do some art, you do you do a podcast, you know, you do your vlogs and a lot of stuff. A lot of persons are finding extra hobbies that they've never had the time to do before so a positive thing also of this pandemic is that it slowed the world down it lets everyone take take a step back look at themselves rest for a while relax took a deep breath you know and said okay time to look at yourself what is what is it that you can do what is it that you can capitalize on you have to look at the good side as well wow i didn't know i had this talent i didn't know i was so gifted at building stuff at diy activities you get me so it it has its pros and its cons it's just how you look at which side of the the scale that you look at you mentioned time like a lot of times we said we will say to ourselves you know i wish i had time if i had the time i would do this. right if i had the time i would do that this is Time. Right, like a lot of, a lot of time. Right, a lot of time. Maybe under unfortunate circumstances, because you know people have lost their jobs and so on. But if we make the most of the time that we have now, you really don't know what could come from it. Something great could come from it. So it's just to you know have the positive mindset, as we mentioned before, for and just make the most of it. That is so true. So so true. I mean, even we even have to look at. In, in terms of the education sector, right? Where, okay, you now we have to um, facilitate the kids learning from home, right? For those parents that are able to work from home, they're able to see their child in class. They're able to see firsthand and pick up firsthand the issues that their child is having at school or having in class so that is another positive thing that is coming out of the pandemic you're able to see your child's weaknesses and you're able to work with that child to say okay you know i realized that instead of you going to your regular ptas or your consultation days and the teacher saying oh you know so and so is having this difficulty you're able to see the difficulty yourself and you know your child best to say all right maybe we can try this and maybe this can work you know to see some improvements time to spend with your kids to work together do activities together family-wise it, it brings a lot of togetherness even while we're apart um with the whole school situation i have my three who help more in terms of supervising right you know with classes doing homework and so on and let me tell you, <laughs> it's challenging um, because usually you'd have that time where they are at school right. and you're able to focus on what you have to do. But now you're uh, monitoring them a lot more. But as you said, there are also the positives of it where you, since you're supervising, you're able to see what maybe the challenge is. Like I learned that one of my cousins, she seems to be a math genius. Right. She was like, that's the answer, that's the answer. I was like, wow. So, you yeah, know. it's amazing. It really is. Um, so for you, mm-hmm. you know, for you typically as a frontline worker, did you 
realize that you have to switch things up since recently? Do you realize where you are taking extra care of yourself or you haven't been finding as much time as usual? Um, a bit of both. In terms of switching things up, you do have to switch things up in terms of um, when staff at work is sick, you know, you have to put in more hours, you have to work more, t- work more time, you have to switch up your family routines to facilitate you being at work. Um, in terms of coming home, you have to know your sanitize. Normally, you just jump in your vehicle and go home, but no, you have to sanitize yourself. I take off my shoes, I put on a pair of slippers, and my shoes doesn't enter the house. It stays in the vehicle, you know, so it's sanitized and it stays in the vehicle. You know, you come out of the vehicle, you reach home, you come out of the vehicle, you sanitize where whatever you touched, you get home instead of going normally, you know, you'd mingle for a while. You go straight into the bathroom and you you shower, you cleanse yourself, laundry, you don't wash your, I don't wash my uniform with everybody else's clothes, with my husband's clothes, you know, um, my uniform are washed last. So everything else is washed first and then my uniforms are done last in that way, you know, it is not, whatever is left is not contaminating the other clothes. And then after my clothes are washed, I sanitize the washing machine. In terms of finding time, it's, it's hard because you feel overworked so most of the time when you would say oh let me go get a pedicure done or let me go get my hair done or let me just go and buy ice cream you just you find yourself that you want to just rest try and recuperate to go back to work the next day or the following night or you know to do it all over again while on the few days out that you do get you have to do you know your chores and stuff like that so it's you, you do find time sometimes, but most of the time it's it's not as easy because you're tired, but you things still have to get done. Because I work in the area, I work in the field, I have to wear my mask. So it's not that I'm being scornful or anything, but I'm protecting them from me because I'm in the area, so my body might be used to the germs that are there. While they are at home and are at work, you know, they're not used to the type of germs that I'm encountering. So I'm I'm protecting them from me, you know. So I have to explain that to them and say, boy, you know, it's not that I have anything, but it's best to take precaution to say, you know, just in case, you know, right now you have to treat everybody as if they're positive. I have to treat myself as if I'm positive. I have to maintain my distance you get me go and look for my mother try not to stay too long pick up what i'm picking up or anything my little brother i love him so dearly but try to maintain the social distancing he's a hugger and a kisser so when i said you know social distancing time you can't hug him or you can't kiss me and he feels a bit sad but you know in the future he will understand what's happening you're right so it, it, it changes, it rocks your world. It changes a lot of things. But like I said before, you just have to find what works for you. You just have to fine-tune your life and pick and say, okay, this works, this doesn't work. Maybe if I switch it up like this, then things will flow a little better. So, yeah. It it has been a challenge. The first case in Jamaica was, what, in March? Right. And it is still here, mm-hmm. so... 
any plans that we had for April, even Christmas, whenever. Oh gosh, Christmas <laughs> is on its way. What will it look like? Yeah, so we really just have to adjust. I think for the most part, we have been doing well. I really believe so. Utilizing Zoom, I had maybe about two Zoom birthdays, Aww. one Zoom birthday shower <laughs> during um, this pandemic. So, you know, we find different resources and just do it the best way that we can right That's now. That's true. Because even, even for me, I, I was pregnant during the, the whole lockdown and the pandemic and situation. And even while being admitted at the hospital for delivery and stuff, you know, it's it was different, you know, it was scary and it was different because you're used to, you're there and your significant other, your relative is able to stay with you through the whole process and so forth. Now with the whole pandemic, it's not anymore. You know, you only get one hour yeah. to visit and that's it. You get me? And it's only one visitor per patient. So, you know, that time where you need that additional support, it, it is... It is restricted and you're not able to feel that way. Sometimes you feel lonely and like you're alone, but you're not alone. You yeah. get, it's just the conditions that we will have to work under right now. Being pregnant during the pandemic was crazy because, okay, not only do you have to think about yourself right now, you have to think about somebody else that is growing inside of you. So you have to, you, you have things that you need to do on the road, but... Mm, you can't go on the road because you're more than high risk right now on top of being asthmatic you're also a pregnant person so you know you have to take extra 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 precaution but i think we all did well um in terms of putting certain things in place for the vulnerable you know where we give them specific days specific times to go out to get the necessary stuff that they need and as like i said we have to learn to live with it now so you wear your mask you protect yourself you sanitize yourself you maintain your social distancing a lot of persons are not complying but one you just have to take precaution for yourself because you know Right, you're aware of what is going on in the world and what is happening in the country at the moment. So just protect yourself, stay safe, try to have try to maintain your peace. Inner peace is so important at this point because trust me, you will go crazy. It will drive you nuts. Yeah. Understand? So yeah. Yeah. It's like if 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 it's not the pandemic, make it right. Sick. It will be your, your mental health. You don't want that. Right. Yeah, and then with with mm. our depleted mental status and you know, it takes a toll on you physically because once you're once you're mentally weak, then you become physically weak. And once a person don't realize that your your body reacts to your brain. So if you're feeling down and everything, your immune system becomes weak and then you become more vulnerable. To whatever it is that is going on out there yeah that's that's important because just like working out i always think if you don't have the mindset like if you because it takes a lot to decide all right you're going to the gym or even if it's at home all right i'm going to jump rope if you can't convince <sighs> yourself then either you're not going to do it or you're doing it Shall? you know 
with new I am one of those persons <laughs> that need someone that needed a trainer to be on me to say, listen, you need to do this and whatever. I tried the at-home gym thing. I video called my trainer and I was like, you know, this is not working out. Like, it, it's not effective. It's not as effective. But like I said, strong-minded. You have to push yourself. You have to know that, okay, this is what I want. I need to keep healthy. I need to keep fit during this time. So, you know, you just have to push yourself and try and work out as best as possible. Try and eat properly as best as possible, you know, but it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> like, we're not saying we're going to make it to you like, oh, stop. No, trust me. It is very challenging. It is, it has to take consistency. You have to be consistent. Right, you have to, you have to believe that. Okay, you know, it, it's just, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, consistency is right. Consistency is right because when you start something, you know, sometimes you start and it, you're not, you're not consistent with it. You think about it, you may not do it, but when you're consistent with it, it becomes right. a habit to the point where if you don't gym, if you don't eat well. If you don't self care, your your body right. realizes. You know you feel off, so it, it, it no longer becomes stressful and draining. It becomes a routine. Right. All you have to do now is just start. I mean, starting yeah. is the difficult part. Consistency, it will come, it will follow. But starting, oh. you just have to start. And once you start, you know you're on your way. Take it one day at a time, one step at a time. You know, there is no need to rush. And I think a lot of, I think this pandemic has also pushed a lot of persons to try to get things done before a particular time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it slowed us down for a reason. You know, so just take everything one day at a time, one step at a time. It will get done. If it's 10 years later, if it's next year, if it's two years later, it will get done. As I said, you don't. There's no rush. Life yeah. happens. If this pandemic causes nothing, life happens. And just adjust to it. Don't get yourself worked up about it. Still plan. Still go forward, forward with the plan. But pace yourself sometimes. Stop right. rushing. Pace yourself. That is so true. I totally yeah. agree. Well, um, based on everything that you told me, you know, it's great to hear all of that. I'm really happy to hear that you are taking care of yourself because we do need to take care of ourselves when we take care of ourselves that's when we can offer or that is true that's 100 percent true y'all my grandmother always said you know you're not able to pour from an empty cup so you know you have to in order to look after persons especially in my field you have to be able to look after myself because there's no way i can go to work exhausted well i do go to work exhausted but i mean you know <laughs> it don't make sense i go to work at 25 percent, and while my patient is expecting me to give them 100 percent, it's not going to work they're not going to get the best care that they need and that they require so you know just self-care look after myself if i feel like i can't go i call and say i'm and i am unable to come to work today you know if you need a day to just rest in mind relax reset resetting is very very important and it's very very good and you know and you just go through and you find out a lot of things work out better when you do self-care and when you do reset 
Well, Manicia, you know, I just want to thank you so much for joining me to have this conversation. It it was really good. It was really good. I learned a lot from you. I'm hoping that other persons will get some ideas and learn something here or here or there. And thank you especially for your services as thank a nurse. Thank you. You're welcome. And, <laughs> and please do continue to take care of I will yourself. Do. And same to you and your viewers. Please do practice self care and you know good mental health and world peace harry thank you for checking out another episode remember to live learn and inspire always especially this week please subscribe like comment and share 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 as usual take care of yourself and i'll see you next week